Pure Fandom Podcast. Geek out about all things TV, movies, and fandom. Join the community at purefandom.com and join in on the conversation on Twitter at pure underscore fandom. Listen to other Pure Fandom Podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud. Greetings, listeners. That was such a bad greetings, listeners, but I'm so excited. No, it was filled with so much joy. I could feel that. Yay. Yes. Hello. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. I'm Liz, and I'm joined by the beautiful, amazing, perfect Meg Bonnie. What's up, girl? Hey. I'm so excited to be here with you. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Um, We are back with the Pure Fandom Podcast, and usually we recap a show if you are a listener or was a listener of um, Space Cowboys, where we recapped uh, Roswell, New Mexico on the CW. Um, We've also done, um, oh my God, I can't even remember the name of it. This is so terrible. Like what other shows have we recapped? No, not what other shows. The one we just did, just did like a year ago. Sarah Michelle Geller. Wolfpack. <laughs> what was it called? Wolfpack. That's what it was Wolfpack. called. Wolfpack. That's how good that was. Um, really we, resonated with my soul. So. Oh God. I mean, love Sarah Michelle Geller, but man. Yes. You know. Yes. Yes. We did that. Um, and we figured, well, we want to come back and we are back and we figured we just do it about pop culture in general because we're just naturally always watching all the things. And so, um, part of this format, what we'll do like a roundup of pop culture in terms of like TV, movie, music, Mm -hmm. books. Um, and then, we thought it'd be fun to do like a little assignment for each of us. Yeah. Because well, you and I, we, we watch a lot of the same things, but there are a lot of things that we do not watch. Yes. We have a lot in common. Like we have like a really good Venn diagram of like the middle is very like filled with things, but then like our circles that aren't touching are Mm -hmm. very different, like way different. And it's so fun because I love to hear about what you're watching and listening to and like reading because I'm like, how are we so similar yet so far apart? So we're going to try to make our Venn diagram a circle is the goal of this. Mm -hmm. Or just have fun watching each other enter each other's circles and just hear each other's reactions. I'm I'm more excited about that. And like as much as I loved recapping shows I feel like everyone is kind of in their own little tv journey these days with like rewatches and streaming and like it's not you know the days of yore where we all watched a network show at the same time and we tweeted about it all together and it's just a it's a little different in our ever-changing media world that we have it is and I feel like it's not just like that because of the strike like it was amplified which thankfully mm-hmm. that is over um it was amplified amplified because of the strike um but yeah it's just since the pandemic everyone's just kind of like on their own little schedule you know yes or like going back to a comfort show or something like you know that you've watched a million times but you want to watch it again or something everybody watched. Well, it was on the air, but you never did. And now you are. And so everyone's kind of on their own little, little vibe, which makes it even more fun because 
then it's like, oh, finding someone who's watching what you're watching or has watched what you're watching to get excited about is a little harder in the streaming world. So it's fun. It's fun to connect in that way. And do you feel like, and this may be the millennial in me on TikTok, because of course I am on TikTok probably more than any other app, but I'm not, I'm not TikToking. I am, I am viewing, I am not creating a talk. And I've noticed with this, like, because of like the virality of it is so much more random that there's no like pattern or way to predict what people are watching. Like before it was like, oh my gosh, okay, well, Netflix is going to come out with um, a, the Gilmore Girls revival. So we're all going to be talking about that. It could be mm-hmm. like one crazy viral TikTok. And then all of a sudden everyone's talking about it. And I mean, probably some network studio was actually behind the viral TikTok. Who knows? <laughs> but it seems like it's very genuine and that it's just, it's just so random. So yeah, I agree with you. It's like, it's just wild. Yes. And with Twitter not being the Twitter of like our heyday of live tweeting and, and you know, how we all used to hang out on there and watch everything together. Wait, now- you mean X? X what What's yeah. Twitter? I don't know. I miss like OG Twitter. I will. It's going to be like how people talk about MySpace. (laughs) I know. My Twitter day. Like, what is this? Like, remember Twitter? Like, I never thought we'd be to a point where we weren't like, well, sorry, I can't do anything tonight because I'm in charge of live tweeting um, the originals or the vampire diaries, or I have to be there to like every single one of Meg's Teen Wolf tweets. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I guess like there are some things that are okay about the old Twitter being gone because as much as I loved being immersed in the fandom of Teen Wolf, like yikes, it was very stressful too. It was like a stressful live tweet because I felt like I had already watched it. So I had to be really careful and make sure I wasn't like tweeting ahead of anything because I had, I had screeners at that time. So yeah, I was always like very careful of what I would say. And like, if I had watched ahead, I would get really like nervous. So Yes, that that part was a little nerve wracking, but like, oh my gosh, the CW shows of back in the day, the Dare to Defy era, like, oh, <laughs> loved it, loved that Dare class. to Defy era, <laughs> what a time, what a what time, time to be alive. <laughs> that that is one thing where I envy so much about you Gen Zers, in in that you, well, I'm sorry, I don't envy. I envy you in that you just have this this natural liberation about like everything, but you will never know the stress yes, of having to show up on time for a premiere to live tweet, to uphold these random fan accounts. You don't know who's behind these accounts. It could be a serial killer, but you know that at, you know, teen underscore wolf lava a h eight four seven i'm just making that up because i don't want to call out anyone specifically in case you are a serial killer we but we we did the work we made sure that we tagged you that we were retweeted that you were retweeted it was a whole vibe absolutely and Mm -hmm. now now we're just all like netflix and hulu girlies living i know so speaking of like streaming now instead of like we, I mean, we still sort of do it in our house. We tune in for like the 31 days of Halloween and it used to be ABC family. What the heck is it called now? Oh my God. We sound so old. We're like well, there's podcasters here. I know. Um, well, 
well, every network has like its own thing now. Yes. Where it's, you know, like these are the Halloween movies that are airing this night, but now it's, you know, you go back and you pick your favorites. So like, what are you watching for this spooky season? Like what's on your list? So we actually went like super old school in -hmm. terms of how we're tracking this. Um, I don't know if this would be considered analog, but I'm calling it analog for the purposes (laughs) of this discussion, but we actually have an iPhone notes and we're like, okay, what are we going to like crank through? And there are some that we absolutely watch every year. Mm -hmm. And this is as of like, probably the last five years we, we stick true to these. So always sleepy hollow. We always kick things off with that. We try to, um, we always try to fall back into an American horror story season. Um, we had never watched, we, we didn't really watch. We meaning my husband and I, we did not watch for all you new listeners for, for you. OGs, you know, about Rick, Rick, you know, about Rick, we, we like, didn't really, I think we watched the lady Gaga one live just because obviously, but we watched Asylum like a couple years ago, which was really good. And this is really terrible. I can't believe I'm admitting this, but we never watched all of Coven. It was like some of Coven. I know. I actually watched Coven. And I know. That's the only one you did. I'm like the biggest chicken ever to walk this earth or to turn on a television set. Uh-huh. So I watched Coven. I loved it. It was so like there was some creepy stuff, but more like eerie than like jump scare. Yes. So, like, I could get through it. But I thought I watched it all. And I'm like, I feel like I've talked about this with Meg, how I've watched it all. And we decided to, quote unquote, rewatch it this year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't remember this. Did I only watch half of the season? Like, what is going on? So we're having a lot of fun with that. I feel like, though, the pandemic has really, like, erased some things in my memory. Because there's stuff that I know I've watched that I'm like, what? Like, I had to replace it with, like, different things over the last few years. So... Maybe it was that, but go ahead. What else have you watched? Yeah, it's got to be that. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I swear to God, I watched this, but apparently <laughs> I didn't. Or my brain is like, no, you didn't start over. <laughs> so we're watching Coven for the first or fifth time. Who knows? <laughs> um, and what else are we watching? Oh, um, Housewives, obviously, which, you know, we'll get to when I, I, I assign you. Um, we did watch Ahsoka and have been watching it. Has your wonderful husband, Mike, been watching it? Oh, we are oh, in the Soka look, house. Like, sorry, so Rick just brought me a Vizzy and you just, you just made a, a, a noise during the podcast, a noise during the live <laughs> podcast. We are live on Twitter on X right now, streaming, <laughs> streaming on X. He's, he's gone. He's already switched out the laundry. Oh, now you're back. Do you have something else to say? Okay. Hello. Oh, there he That's Rick in case you guys don't know. That's Rick. Um, beverages he just delivers mm-hmm. yeah no we're watching ahsoka um so if you don't already know this about our household and i think you already do they're when i say they my youngest daughter and my husband and we're very into rebels and ahsoka is very much like a rebels story it's like live action rebels so i was very aware of these characters and like their past so I don't know if that made a difference because they watched it and I knew like their backstories really, really well. So I don't know if they go in with the assumption that people know all about Ezra and Sabine and like Hera and their histories. But I think that does make a big difference in how much you enjoy the show because you're already so connected to these characters. 
So I don't know if that makes a difference because I know you you're aware of Rebels. I don't know if you watched all of Rebels though. I'm aware Mm -hmm. and I'm aware enough to like know who these people are, but just in terms of like my expectations for this show, I'm like, what? Why are we talking? There's a lot of the CW stare, which don't get me wrong. I love, (laughs) love a good CW stare all day. Like, you know, just the... Dun, dun, dun. And like the perfect, you know, just like chiseled jaw lock. Yes. I will watch that into the sunset, but there's a lot of it. And I'm like, why are we having this? Show me. There's a lot of lightsabers, but there's a lot of talking before the lightsabers and I'm not lightsabers and I'm not sure what's going on. And then yeah. there was like a graffiti paint situation of the cartoon. And I was like, what, how did that get there? Am I supposed to know what the cartoon is? So I just, I just wish there was a little bit more of explanation as to like how we got here. And I don't know. I just felt like it, it, I feel like it lags in a lot of scenes, but then when there are lightsabers, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. I could definitely see like, if you don't, if you're not watching it, spotting all the Easter eggs, because it's like literally just like not even a basket it's like the factory of easter eggs <laughs> it's just like blah. it's you don't get as much because like those long pauses are for you to like stop and remember rebels i feel like it's like oh yeah remember, remember and so if you don't have that it's still enjoyable like you know you said you're still watching it but i don't think like it's as meaningful as a someone who's just casually aware of like rebels versus someone who watched rebels and had to listen to their 10 year old talk about rebels and then watch rebels again because they want to make sure you know exactly what they're talking about (laughs) right yeah so it's just like we we know what's going on so Uh i think that i also i felt like she she's really serious maybe in like more the recent episode she's lightened up a little bit Mm -hmm. just like so darn serious that i wanted a little more playfulness from her yeah i don't know like have have more fun with it but she's just so serious and I get why but I don't know I feel like I need some playfulness and playfulness but also I mean and this is again me I'm coming fresh off of like the last one last Star Wars series that I watched in full was Andor which is a very different vibe Mm -hmm. I think very serious very serious, definitely. Um, I don't even want to say adult themes because there are a lot of adult themes in Ahsoka, mm-hmm. but just like the aesthetic and the vibes a little bit different. And um, having said all that, I love Andor. I think it's like, in my opinion, it was the one I enjoyed the most of all the different Star Wars oh, yeah. um, series. Mm-hmm. The Anakin Ahsoka scenes were so fucking good that it made me angry that it was not the entire series. Like Hayden Christensen, here for it all. I, you know, I'm just a bucket for Hayden Christensen. Give it to me all. I'm, uh, fill me up. Take whatever innuendo you want out of that, listeners. (laughs) I am here for it. Just the way it's like, He's not holding back. And it's just given those vibes. And I'm like, and you know, you and I, we grew up with the prequels 
And say what you will about the prequels. They're fucking Star Wars, man. They're awesome. Great Star mm-hmm. Wars films. And his cameo in that episode was just like, it just made me angry. Because I'm like, this is all I want to see. That's all you want. Yeah. That's all I want now. It's so nice to see him finally getting like the accolades that he deserves. It's the best. Fandom. Because mm-hmm. like, I know you liked him. I liked him. Like he was our Vader in our generation and is super bashed by everyone and i don't know like directors and stuff like he was doing what he was directed to do we know he's a good actor so to see him finally get to like really be anakin and like the switch that he was doing from like the anakin vader switch like oh my god it was like light switch i was like yes more 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 i'm with you it was was great please i know (laughs) 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 well it's also like um i think that's one of the great things about social media is that when those prequels came out it was just like these you know these critics that you know not slamming on all your critics but you know i'm just going to do the stereotype of like these old curmudgeon critics that have that aren't like big sci-fi fantasy fans and there's just something about fandom that wasn't where it is now like I always think about remember we weren't um, all together at that time yeah and there was no individual yes like there was no like collective for us to be like who gives a shit if it's not some sort of like cinematic masterpiece like if it makes you feel something as a fan and you're loving it and you're having a great time that means it's a good movie like right. there's an audience for that. It does not have to be some sort of like Scorsese. Yeah, and let's not amazing. The OG films were like great. It's it's just the nostalgia that people look at. I'm like there are so many messy plot holy things, but it's it wasn't looked at through the same lens. I feel like the prequels were looked at a different lens, and they're right. much more harshly criticized. But like, yeah, it's nice to see him have his like day in the sun. Hurrah! I fucking love it. It's it's the best. It's great. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm watching. And Housewives, obviously. I'm watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. which is an unhinged mess. <laughs> and I, I gave you a bunch of TikToks to watch. I'm like as, so excited. <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait to, to just hear your analysis, not just your reaction. Oh, I'm going to take notes. Like I'm I know you will. Very seriously. <laughs> I know you will. And I can't wait for you to just be like, so this woman. So just, just so everyone hear... knows, I've never watched a Housewives nope. show of any, nope. any of the different it's cities, right? It's different cities. Yes, it's cities. Okay. I've never watched any of the cities <laughs> of Housewives. Not a one. Sorry. Isn't, wait, is the, the lady yelling at the, the cat? Isn't that the lady from a Housewives? The meme you know what I'm talking about? The cat. I'm going to send it to you and you're like, oh, that. So like when she's yelling and there's like people holding her back, the blonde lady, and then there's like a cat at a table and he's like, ah. Oh, yes. That's Housewives. Housewives? Yes. Okay. I think that's OC. Yeah. That's okay, OC. Is the cat? Is the cat in the show or is that no. just some... Okay. <laughs> see, I have so many questions. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Not in the show. I okay. See, this is why it's going to be great. So for all of you, um, it's it's the um, most recent Palm Springs dinner of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and it is Meredith versus Angie K. And that's what I'm making Meg watch. 
completely out of context, first housewives <laughs> viewing, it's going to be fabulous. So that's, that's, um, that's where I'm at. And then of course, spooky season, we'll talk about what's premiering for spooky season. But first I want to hear about what, what you're watching. I am watching, well, it's on season three right now on Hulu, only murders in the building. Um, the day of our recording actually was the finale of season three. So there will be a season four. It's a really good show with, um, I'm sure everyone who's heard of it knows exactly what it is. Selena Gomez, Martin Short, um, and Steve Martin. It's like the weirdest little trio, but it super works. And they have a podcast and they like solve murders and it's so good. And like, I love, and I'm sure you're the same way when I watch a mystery, I always figure it out. I never figure this out. Like I have ideas, but there's always like little wrenches they throw in it and like little details that they've shown us that I completely miss. Um, So it's really fun. For someone who's like really good at figuring stuff out, if you haven't watched it, you should. It's on um, our list. We actually plan to like start it. it over our kids' fall break. That's like what over Val's fall break. We're excited. And it's like short seasons, 10 episodes. So it's like really fun and easy to get through. I think they're only like, I want to say they're, they are like 40 minutes-ish an episode. Perfect. I don't think they're an hour long. So it's perfect, like bite-sized. Um, we started Ted Lasso. We're like the only people on earth who haven't watched Ted Lasso. What? I know. I thought (laughs) you'd watched it. No, we didn't watch it. We, I think we're on season two now. Okay. Yeah. We're like super behind. Um, so that's been fun. I actually love him. I love everything about that show. I have no idea how we missed it in life. I'm not really like a sports person in general, unless it's like, you know, Lucas Scott and, and Nathan playing basketball. Like, I don't really care about sports. In Tree Hill, North Carolina, in of Tree course. Hill, mm-hmm. yes. um, so Always. We've been, we've been really enjoying that. And Outer Banks, I'm watching that one with yes. my daughter, who very kindly has already watched it when she was not feeling well. She she kind of pre-watched it. So any awkward scene that she doesn't want to watch with her mom, we just go ahead and fast forward through any steamy moments. I've certainly missed all of those. So I'll have to rewatch it some point, <laughs> some point in life because she's like, we we'll just go ahead and fast forward through. Yep, yep, yep. Skip this. But I really like it. I think it's a fun show. Another like mystery. Um, we're still in season one. So please don't spoil anything for me, people who are in our comments. But mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I like the characters. I like that it doesn't take itself too seriously and it has like goony vibes. And you actually told me to watch it. So it was on my radar already to watch. It's good. It's not what you'd expect, right? Like it's, there's like better than I thought. Piracy and Mm -hmm. murder, teen drama. They're all Mm -hmm. hot and tan and just like very like glistened from the sun and everyone's sweaty, Mm -hmm. sweaty pirate booty show. Not that kind of booty, but kind of that booty. Kind of that kind of booty. Yeah. Yeah. But I like it. It's a good show. And then I'm watching a K-drama and mm-hmm. if you have not watched a K-drama so did you watch um Squid Games and oh yeah when that was like a whole thing so oh, yeah. ever since then I've and I don't know if your Netflix is this is similar I've always had in my suggested because of that I've always had some like random K-dramas and I wait what do you mean similar like we're on some kind of like different what if but that my Netflix is similar no like you know how when you watch something and then yes. it suggests things to you. Yeah. So because I watched Squid Games. The algorithm? Yeah. <laughs> Algorithmed. It's it suggested, it has suggested to me to watch uh-huh. other Korean shows. And I just never have. And 
because I'm also a K-pop girly on TikTok, bringing it all back to TikTok. Of course. I just started suggesting, like, I would see random clips of these, mm-hmm. like, Korean dramas. And I don't know. I haven't, haven't really watched any because, like, I'm very sporadic in my watching anyway. It's, like, completely no attention span over here lately. But I saw this one. And it was, like, this guy being, like, such a jerk and her being, like, so sweet and nice. And, like, of course, that's completely, like, you know, originals Klaus and Vampire Diaries Damon. I got all the vibes. And I was, like, right, what is happening here? It's called Doom at Your Service. And it's – I watch it with the subtitles, obviously, because I do not fluent in Korean. Mm-hmm. But it's so good. Not yet. Uh, well, hopefully at the end of this I will be. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so good. He's the main character, like the main guy is Doom. Mm-hmm. So it's got like this like paranormally type vibe to it. So he's Doom, like he's the god of Doom. And then there's like I'm... this old order god. Like they don't say like she's God, but that's basically like the vibe. And she's like a patient in the hospital. And then there's like a normal girl, like a normal 20 something girl who works at like a. Online. That's not a god. That's like a human. Just normal girl. Okay. And she is at the hospital and she gets diagnosed with a brain tumor. She has brain cancer. And they're like, you have a hundred days to live. Oh my so God. So she makes this like wish. I know it's really sad. It starts with like a bit. So she makes this wish for doom to come to, like she like wants the world to end and he hears it. And that's how like they get connected. So I don't want to tell you like in case you ever do watch it or anyone okay. ever watches it. But like, I was so surprised by their dynamic. And then like all of the sub characters being so, intertwined with each other and the main characters despite being completely different storylines really Mm -hmm. interesting like there's like this whole like love triangle of people who work at her office and like them in high school and like flashes back it just and like it all works really well and it's like the main guy doom being like this god of doom he doesn't really have like his feelings. He's not like very outwardly human in any way. He slowly starts to have empathy and kindness because of her and like starts to help her. And like, it's so. Do they fall in love? I, I don't <laughs> tell you, but they, they, they fall in love. I was about to say, I know you're not watching the show if they're not falling in love. And when I tell you, like, it's the way that they build tropes, I already knew this kind of about. The, the romance k-dramas the tropes that they use purposefully because they know people love them mm-hmm. so fun. like the one bed and they sleep with their backs together because she's like you're not leaving and blah, 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 and they're being all grumpy but then they like sleep next to yes and it's so i'm cute. fine with that like that's what we want that. which yeah. so random but last night i watched six days seven nights harrison okay. ford and yes. hesh Yes, I know exactly what that is. Yeah. Enemies to lovers, same thing. You know, like they're stuck on this island. There's only so many coconuts, pirates. <laughs> I was like, what happened to these kind of movies? This is great. They're being made in Korea and they're 16 episode, hour long episodes. And it's like Perfect. a mini series. Perfect. But the best part is, is like, Whenever there's like a longing stare, they will stop and like they will just keep staring at each other. I'm staring at my microphone like it's a human. Hello, microphone. Mm-hmm. They will stare at each other and it'll like the camera will be like, let's make sure we get every angle. So I just keep thinking like these actors have to stare at each other for like a good half hour. Every They're second. CW staring from yes. all different angles. Yes. 
See, and yes. They're like wind and the hairs moving, but they're just staring at each other because they want to make sure you know, like, this is a longing, meaningful stare. I just, I love that. I love it. It's so good. It so is, is that so my good. assignment? Is that what you're assigning me? Um, We're starting smaller than that. Okay. I'm going to actually <laughs> just kind of push you into Korea <laughs> via K-pop first. <laughs> is it like music videos to yes. start? Is Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. And so my first assignment to you, mm-hmm. I'm going to send them to you. Actually, just like send them to your phone. Um, okay. So the first one is Stray Kids. Okay. Backdoor is the music video. Oh. And if you're a listener who likes K-pop and you like Stray Kids, you know that that's like a really fun video. It's okay. very high energy. Okay. It's not off their newest CD. That's the other one I'm going to send you. Okay. Something from their newest CD. And then I'm going to send you another group. It's called 17. There are 13 members. It sounds like a lot. Oh. But eventually it's going to be like very normal to you that there are 13 of them. Because you're like, yes, no, absolutely. Everyone needs to be here. Right. I'm going to send you, I have to just pick like the right video. Because I know you love dancing and I know Mm -hmm. you love music. Yes. I love good music. Yes. So I'm a pop queen. Yes. And like the level of wonderful pop that you will get from these. There's a lot of. It's very rap heavy in Stray Kids, a lot of the songs that I love, mm-hmm. um, but they're also self-produced and very, there's a lot of songs that are very lyrical also. So it's like very different ends of the spectrum that you'll get from Stray Kids. 17 is kind okay. of just more like pop, super awesome, also self-produced, um, but doesn't have like the crazy like whiplash range of songs it's more <laughs> like, yeah, sometimes you're like on your on my playlist I'm like oh my god I'm gonna like ball my ass out and then it's like blah, 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 rap of the same group so it's like very okay I'm ready so I think I'm ready for this and then we'll move on to girl groups you know we're gonna start okay. with boy groups and then we'll move on um there's also a video there's a music video that Stray Kids did a few albums ago mm-hmm. that once you have watched a K-drama I'm going to have you watch that music video because it's reminiscent of a K-drama, their music video, because they're big fans of dramas. Like as a, mm-hmm. as a group, they watch them together. So, See, now I feel like I'm just throwing you to the wolves with Salt Lake City present season, but I feel like you need to see this. And mm-hmm. then with with Housewives, it's it's a little bit of the opposite. I need to lure you in with the present day before you're ready for what we call Roni, Real Housewives of New York seasons, like early seasons and then like nine through 13, like peak season. Like you need to, you need, you need to be, you know, you need to train for that. Got it. Okay. I trust you. I trust you as like my spirit guide when it comes to the housewives. Same Um, with K-pop. I mean, like my, Mm -hmm. my virgin eyes of reality TV. I don't watch a lot of it very excited to go on this journey with you same very fun i'm pumped i'm excited to turn you into like a k-pop stand i can't wait and i feel like my kids are gonna love it and it'll just be something the whole family can enjoy yes and there's a lot of really really good songs so it's not the over commercialized Mm k-pop stereotype that we are told that that's what k-pop is it's really not like that so okay you're gonna love it it's gonna be a good time and then, you know, we get to talk about it on here and that's even more fun. I know. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. But yeah. my challenge to you is now I need you. Mm-hmm. 
I need you to go all in, in terms of your critique. There's no, so with, and, and for those of you that have listened to us for the last several years, you, you are aware of ships and how, um, there, there, there needs to be some sort of caution when discussing ships. You need to, you just need to be a little bit, um, lightly. Yes. Tread lightly. Yes. Never too have, critical. Mm-hmm. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say it. That's usually right. the ship advice we give. Uh-huh. That's Same for K-pop. That's my K-pop advice. If you don't like it, just text me in secret. Exactly. <laughs> With housewives, it is the complete okay. opposite. It is give it to me. Okay. It okay. is. What is to quote, you know, Bethany Frankel, what the fuck is she wearing? What the fuck are you wearing? What the fuck am I wearing? You'll, you'll graduate to that clip eventually. Um, Sonia over here looks like half a whore. I think that's the exact quote (laughs) she says. That's we need to, you just, you don't hold back. It's what is this woman doing? Why is she saying that? I don't know why I'm on this person's team because she's probably a horrible person. Spoiler, they all are. So you, it's, it's very, um, there's no holding back. So this is, this is your opportunity. Like I, I think I'm very, I need to know when, um, you're PMSing. So that way I I can also gauge (laughs) which, which which clips to give you. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a, there's one show that I like went full critique on and I usually don't because I didn't know what else to do. And that was Riverdale. I think one of my exact, you did. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. What's, what is Veronica ever talking about? Like, right. And I love that show because it was like so campy. And I think part of the fun yes. is watching and going, what? I know. <laughs> they did yeah. what they did so well. They found like the voice that they used and they uh-huh. did it so well. But at the same time, trying to go from like real adult life into the town of Riverdale, it was very jarring. <laughs> what? <laughs> into the town <laughs> of Riverdale. Yes. So I'm excited to. Okay. Uh, those glasses on and really dive into the housewives. I know. Be a housewife girly. I'm excited. Bravo, Bravo fan. Get into the Bravo yeah, labs Bravo. a little bit. Bravo is the network. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. It, it is. is. Owned by NBC, I think. Yeah. I'm already there. I'm halfway there. See? All right. Well, this is going to be our podcast, people. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is what we're going to do. And we're um we're excited to be back on. And again, as always, like comment X re X re do you say like tweet re like re post, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just gonna use Twitter lingo. Okay, just have fun with us. Um, let yeah, us know so what you want to watch. And I don't know, we should we'll do some like special podcasts too of like spooky season. I don't know. We'll come at you with updates the world's on fire so let's all watch Mm -hmm. stuff and listen to things and have fun and tell us what you like and we'll tell you what we like and it'll be great it's gonna be fun yay but thank you everyone for listening we're so happy to have you back heck yeah